Don't forget, Valentine's Day is February 14th. Between now and the 14th, spend $200 at any Lover's Lane store and receive a free clitoral massager valued at $59. Shop online at loverslane.com and receive a free manicure set with every purchase over $25. Happy Valentine's Day, lovers! Hello and welcome to the Intimacy Advisor podcast. I am your host, Sarah TomTom, and we are still in the thick of Valentine's Day season, so you know I'm going to keep talking about it. Today we're going to talk about date nights, date suggestions, date days that you can enjoy with a partner, or I'm also going to encourage you to think about things you can be doing for yourself. Your relationship with yourself is the one that is going to be with you the longest in your life. So Valentine's Day doesn't just have to be about cheesy romance. It can be about cheesy self-love too. (laughs) I think it's a really great idea in relationships in general, of course. But around Valentine's Day specifically, to really listen, tune in, and reflect. What are experiences that your partner has expressed interest in? What are things that your partner has asked for? Follow those clues. Do those things or gift those experiences, but really tune in to what your partner has requested because maybe the best Valentine's Day gift you can give is not a box of chocolates. Maybe it's fixing the garage door that you've been promising to work on for months or, you know, you get my point. Make this a time for affirming, sexy, encouraging communication. And that can be things like sexy text messages or sending memes. That can just be noticing and complimenting your partner. If your partner has been putting in a lot of effort or has recently experienced some accomplishments, then make sure to notice that, comment on it, give them encouragement around those things. Because it really is just amazing how much We can feel more connected to the people in our lives when we feel seen. And so aligning, you know, your communication, your listening skills, and taking in the information that your partner has communicated around their needs, like these are really good practices to just have in general for connected, loving relationships, but particularly if you're trying to put a little extra effort into your relationship. So when I started thinking about Valentine's Day dates, I returned back to our episode from a few weeks ago, the Love Languages Part 2 episode and the original Love Languages episode from the very start of the podcast. I grouped date ideas into categories that speak to the different love languages. Take what you like, leave the rest. First off, think about what could be things that you do for your partner. 
what could be, you know, acts of labor and love or service, because sometimes, you know, we're in relationships where one person is actually taking on a lot of the responsibility, perhaps of running the house, you know, whether that is house duties or, you know, home repair stuff or whatever the case may be. If you're in a relationship like that, it can be really helpful to think about, oh, what are the things that I could do to take some of this labor off of my partner and give them some relaxation. So that could be breakfast in bed, followed by a whole day, or if you want to get, you know, over the top about it, which I encourage you to do, a whole week where whatever your partner does to tend to your joint life together, take those responsibilities over for them take their car to get it washed, be in charge of picking up, dropping off and picking up the kids. Think about making or ordering them uh, their favorite meal if they're usually the ones to make dinner for you. Do the dishes, tend to the bills. Think about like what would be a, a way to give them time off from that kind of more invisible labor. I guarantee you that that is going to feel like a really wonderful way to be seen. If you are not the one who usually takes the lead in uh, sexy time, that can be an act of service and labor. That is labor, being the one who always initiates. So if that's a situation in your relationship, think about your Valentine's Day date or gift being about taking over that role, being the brave one to initiate, make a sexy plan, tell them ahead of time that you have something sexy planned for them, whatever they you want them to have, like if that means that you expect them to be showered and ready to go at a certain time on a certain day, let them know. But that can be a really fun way too to like kind of switch roles and acknowledge the effort that your partner puts in and taking on the responsibility of that effort for, you know, a short period of time. If what you're really hoping for is to create a really nice engaged experience or to share some nice quality time with your partner, then step one, think about turning off the devices. We do this so rarely these days. Presence is really key. Consider taking a day off of work together and just doing a full day exploration, especially if you're too really busy folks with family obligations. Weekends tend to go to family time. Is there a way for you to take some work time off to do something that really is just the two of you? I was thinking about how we tend to invest a lot in dates and creating experiences early in our relationships or perhaps around like key times, maybe like you're thinking about asking someone to marry you or you're making a next big step in a relationship and you put a lot of effort into creating really special moments. And then when we get more 
integrated into each other's day-to-day lives. We don't do this as much. And certainly, we very rarely do this for ourselves. So I highly encourage folks to create date nights, date days for themselves as well. In terms of committed relationships, it can be really fun to revisit some of those perhaps more frivolous times. So thinking about going back to the site of your favorite date, not to relive the date, but just to have a nostalgic, enjoyable experience remembering that together Or maybe it's where you propose, or maybe it's your first date, returning to the site of a really memorable, important moment can be a beautiful and really sweet thing to do with a partner. Also, as we're thinking about still being in the middle of a pandemic, you know, maybe going out to eat at the restaurant where you had your very first date. Maybe that doesn't feel very comfortable to you right now, but what about going to a park, being in the outdoors, creating a little scavenger hunt where maybe you hide some memories or even just write out some descriptions of some of your favorite date memories or just experiences that you've had with your partner. You can then have a picnic afterwards, but what a what a sweet way to acknowledge really fun, sexy, or connected experiences that you've shared and creating a new, really intentional experience together. I love outdoor dates. So a lot of things that came to mind for me, I I also live in Southern California. So it's, it is warm-ish here a lot of the year. So the outdoors are, you know, accessible to us. Thinking about what are your sunset points in your city? Are you able to ride your bike there and take some beers up and watch the sunset together? Or even just like travel up in your car, you can get some takeout food and sit and watch a beautiful sunset or head to the ocean, take a nice hike These kinds of things can be really great alternatives to the traditional date ideas. And then one of my, you know, all-time favorites is to do a little one-night staycation. So to find a nice hotel in your area and just step outside of your day-to-day, spend a night at a hotel, order room service, lounge around in cozy robes, you know, have lots of great sex in the hotel bed or watch your favorite movie together. Getting out to a hotel can be just a really nice sense of escaping and getting away that can be accessible in like a one night adventure rather than having to actually leave town. I encourage you to do that too, if that's something that is accessible to you this Valentine's Day season. And while we're talking about hotel getaways, I would be remiss not to mention the amazing potential for role play that getting away from your house opens up and creates an opportunity for. Role play is such a fun way to explore with a partner and create newness and spontaneity over the course of a relationship. 
there's a number of different ways to do role play. You know, a lot of people I think think of it as schoolgirl teacher, you dress up, or you adopt these really typical kind of power dynamics through specific roles, doctor, nurse, things of that nature. And those archetypes are fun and sexy for a reason because they do tap into some natural power differentials that can be really hot. Role plays can also be an opportunity to develop more long-term characters who get to know each other over time. So you could meet up at a bar and quote unquote, meet each other for the first time, get to know each other, go have a one night stand, or your role play in the hotel could start at the point where you both have decided to get a room and you've never done this before. And all of a sudden there is the newness, the spontaneity, the excitement that maybe you haven't experienced in a while. And these are roles that you could even return to over time. And these people could have a relationship with each other that is totally separate from your day-to-day relationship that you have with your partner. And how fun and sexy and what an interesting way to explore different kinds of dynamics that maybe you don't have the space to explore in your relationship with all of the life pressures and the multifaceted ways in which you are integrated into each other's lives. And regardless of whether you're going to explore role play, getting away to a hotel can sometimes just be that thing that you need to give you permission to try that new thing sexually with your partner that perhaps you both have talked about being interested in, but the moment just hasn't felt right. The only caveat here to keep in mind is that If you and your partner have been really out of the routine of engaging sexually, just be mindful that it can sometimes feel like pressure, which can then work against you if you aren't in a regular routine of connecting intimately. So if you go into that sort of knowing that that could be the case and that You know, there certainly is the opportunity to just enjoy the experience regardless of whether you have sex or not. Then that's a better way to set up reasonable expectations around the evening. Now, if you're looking for something that really is going to be a blowout gift, like a gifting experience, because that is the love language that you and your partner speak, like you really like to give each other awesome gifts. Absolutely, the element of surprise as someone who loves to give gifts, like I love nailing a really solid surprise gift. But I also have found that going and turning the gift into the date can be really fun as well. Taking your partner, whether it's to a sex shop, you heard me in the last episode rave about the experience of being in a sex shop this time of year. Like really the energy is a lot of fun. People are all trying to create new fun experiences together. It's a blast. Thinking about something that your partner loves or something maybe new you want to try together, whether that is sexuality related, in which case go to a sex shop, do it, 
it's going to be really fun. Or if it's maybe your partner really loves fragrances, taking them as the date to go somewhere and pick out their present for themselves and to do that together can have a really nice quality to it of bestowing exactly what they want onto them. And, you know, I think it kind of has a little bit of a daddy feel to it too, or your partner really likes to feel taken care of. There is definitely something to be said for taking your partner to a shop, whether it's a jewelry shop, a fragrance shop, or wherever they like to shop. And just saying, you get to pick out anything you want in the store. It, it, it definitely satisfies that daddy energy on both sides of the exchange. You could also mutually agree to go to a place that you both love and you gift each other together so each person gets something. My girlfriend and I recently did this on an anniversary trip. We drove out to New Mexico and we decided not to buy anniversary gifts and instead to find stuff along the way of our travels and it was really fun to discover things together and it created a really fun activity to do on our trip and we shopped with lots of local artisans rather than you know ordering something online it felt felt really nice so I highly encourage every now and then not thinking that every gift has to be a surprise and turning it into an experience of its of its own Something I find gets overlooked with traditional date night activities, you know, dinner and a movie, is the experience of something new. So when you're early in a relationship, everything about your partner is new. So it's constantly creating this sense of excitement because you don't totally know what to expect. You're learning about this person. You're seeing yourself reflected through their eyes. And so how do we create that sense of newness once we've been in a relationship for a while? Or perhaps maybe we've fallen into our routines that are really comfortable and wonderful but there can sometimes be that sense of newness, spontaneity, etc. that's missing over time. And of course, the thing that replaces it is a feeling of trust and security and all of that is wonderful. But trying something new with a partner, having new experiences is definitely not only exciting, but it can also increase our connection and help to build trust. And for some people, this is definitely a love language for them, like getting to have new experiences or taking on a challenge with a partner can be really rewarding. Think about for Valentine's Day, if this is something that you're craving in your relationship, what could be something new that you try together? Getting the body moving in general is a really nice way to connect. And especially when we're not having that like new, fresh sex with a partner, 
then finding different and unique ways to be physical can be really meaningful. So is there a dance class that you can take together? Or can you find a sex or pleasure class that you, I mean, there's a ton that are online. In fact, this episode is airing on February 5th. I am teaching an online class on February 6th called Pleasure is a Practice, and you and your partner could certainly attend. Go to pleasurepractices.com to learn more. I have a whole bunch of recorded classes on there as well that have takeaway exercises. There's tons of a lot of sex shops offer classes. And what can be really fun about taking a sex or pleasure class with a partner is that then you get to share about what was exciting to you or what stood out. Oftentimes there are techniques or activities that you can try at home, which creates this sense of newness and gives you both something that you're excited about and you have shared knowledge around. If you're interested in other types of sensory explorations, you know, find maybe a cooking class that you can take together uh, and make a whole night of it going and shopping for the fresh ingredients, making the dinner, enjoying the dinner with a nice bottle of wine. Going to a wine tasting can be something really fun to experience together and the gift is built in to that activity because you can find wine that you both like and buy a few bottles of wine and then you save them for dinners that you're going to make together or if anything comes up in the future to celebrate a, a job promotion, an anniversary, and now you have that really special bottle of wine that just tastes a little bit sweeter because you have all of these memories built around it. Creating these kinds of experiences, especially when you're trying something new, can introduce that element of excitement from early in the relationship. You learn something new about yourself and the people in your life when you experience new adventures with them. Adventure seeking has maybe been put a little bit on the back burner for us the last couple years, but that doesn't mean that we can't find these other ways to seek out those new experiences, even as we are living through a, a pandemic that has felt a little bit restrictive. And the opportunities where we do get to experience newness is just a little bit more powerful now. And going back to, you know, something I mentioned at the start of this episode about really listening and reflecting back to your partner what needs that they have expressed, creating an experience that reflects that listening back to your partner can be really powerful and intensify the feeling of connection in your relationship. And so personal growth type experiences can be a romantic 
gesture depending on the context. Say your partner has been going through a difficult time or has been experiencing a lot of anxiety, finding something like a mindfulness class together or doing something with them that they perhaps haven't had the courage to do on their own can be a really beautiful way to show care and love for your partner. So I know that Valentine's Day tends to (laughs) think of red roses and chocolates and lace and sexy music, but there are so many ways to make Valentine's Day your own. Get all of the wonderful benefits of intentionally putting energy into your relationship without having to lean into the cheese or lean all the way into that romantical vibe. You do you. Whatever you decide to do, I hope that you have a really wonderful Valentine's Day season. Take a moment to soak up any and all love that surrounds you. Thank you, as always, for tuning in. You can find me at pleasurepractices.com. Like I said, I have a class, a live class tomorrow, as well as a number of recorded pleasure workshops on there. Uh, You can email me questions, suggestions, topics that you'd like me to cover at sarah at sarahtomtom.com. You can find us at Intimacy Advisor Pod on Instagram. IntimacyAdvisor.com is our blog that covers a range of topics. And you can certainly find all of your Valentine's Day gift needs at LoversLane.com. And please, if you have a moment, rate review and subscribe the podcast. I would very much appreciate it. It would be a wonderful Valentine's Day gift to give to us over here. Don't forget, February 14th is Valentine's Day. Between now and the 14th, spend $200 at any Lover's Lane store and receive a free clitoral massager valued at $59.